Forgotten Flicks, episode 63, Better Off Dead, 1985. Hello, Beth. Hey, it's Christmas. I was thinking maybe um, me and you could... No, 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 we didn't open our presents yet. You did. The cutest thing ever. From Roy. A giant teddy bear bigger than you. Sounds great. No, it really does sound good. Look, Beth, I gotta go. The Christmas tree's on fire. That's something else. Hey, welcome to the Forgotten Flicks podcast. I am Joel, and I am joined. <laughs> oh, am I joined? I am joined by a guy I like to think of as a spastic nerf bag. The one and only Jason. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est quoi? I, we are having French bread with, with, with French, French dressing. dressing and Peru. <laughs> And of course, Jason, let's not even hold this one out. Let's just, let's just, um, I don't know, what would be a polite way of saying it? Blow our load early on. Sure. <laughs> you know. That would be the In polite. French load. Yeah. The, the French. Ha, ha, ha. We will introduce him to Ned. He is a sexy, sexy man. You'll know him from the Saturday B-Movie Reel. <laughs> and of course, tuning into Safa TV. Mwah. He is Kevin Bachelder. <laughs> Say hello, Kevin wow. Bachelder. I didn't know we had Pepe Le Pew on here, too. <laughs> hello, Bachelder. By the way, your name is so much fun to say with a bad French accent. I can't. <laughs> Bachelder. Well, we, we've decided after being uh, so complimentary to uh, the folks to of our the United of, Kingdom. Yes, yes. <laughs> we will not take on the. Expanding your universe yeah, of people. Look, you let's, let's face it. Oh, Chris, I was about to say the French are far too highbrow to listen to our show, but then that kind of insults pretty much everybody who does. I apologize. Wow, that kind of... That, I realized it as it was coming out of my big, dumb mouth. My big, dumb American mouth. See? There. I make fun of me. Ha ha. Like, that's hard to do. Welcome to the show, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad you joined us on the, uh, apparently, the final episode of the podcast? Or at least uh, the final European episode. Yes, yes. What do you mean? I I, We're getting no more downloads. Should've... I should have used an alias for this one, but yeah, yes. You, you really should have. Too late. <laughs> Too late. Too much fun. How could I pass up a chance to talk to you guys and to talk about this movie? Yes. And yes, it is Better Off Dead from 1985, starring the great John Cusack. And, of course, I, I know there's a whole bunch of other people, and I don't really give a crap. It has Diane Franklin in it. Monique. Yeah, Monique. How you say... Dark kid, huh? <laughs> I was going to say the Dodger fan. Yeah, the the Dodger. Go to Dodger Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So, would you, um, gents, you got anything you'd like to say beforehand, or do you want to just get right into a little uh, trailer action? That, Go for it. 
um, um, I'm assuming that means you want to listen to the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like dead silence. What? Uh, what? Yeah. what? J- Jason, are you, you are you there. actually <laughs> using the soda bottle that you hold in reserve for your potential right, well, emergency I urination? I okay. No. Yes. I say we go write the trailer, please. I'm on it. Does it ever feel like everyone's got more going than you do? Oops. That everyone is smart. So you're Al Myers, kid? Yes, I am. You look pretty stupid to me. Thank you. You say the best skier in town just ran off with your girlfriend? Even your younger brother does better than you do? (laughs) And that nobody even cares? That broke up with me. Oh, that's nice. Well, you might be right. But remember one thing. I haven't even been to New York City. Nobody was ever... Better off dead. The truth is, I can outski you any day of the week. Oh, really? Yeah, you want to Rex? I'll take you on any day, sucker. Go that way, really fast. If something gets in your way, turn. All you need is guts. All right! Now turn! I'm gonna race, I'm gonna lose, and I'm gonna die in that order. Go! And you'll never doubt yourself again. He's skiing on one ski! Better off dead. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. An abnormal look at a normal teenager. Okay, I want to just take um, <laughs> a, 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 just one one moment and say, is it true that no one is ever better off? I mean, really, I can think of a few people that might, in fact, be better <laughs> off dead, or maybe we'd be better off. <laughs> ha, eh, eh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. I mean, granted, we're better off, but... I mean, let's start on the easy ones, you know. Stalin. Stalin! Yeah, oh, yeah. God, I have to play um, Stalin tomorrow. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mussolini. Uh, why, can we get out of World War II? Is it possible? Do we, well, we are American, and that's a pretty much all they taught us in history class. World War II is a really big war. Bad. And and we won it. And we were taught by pirates. Yeah, I was going to say, when did the pirates come on our side? Welcome to world history. (laughs) Yes. The revisionist edition. Yeah, the revisionist. So, Um, And I would also like to clarify, this is not a typical teenager. We've covered a lot of movies that have typical teenagers. No, but you know what? This did have the ubiquitous white kids dancing badly scene. (laughs) I I wrote that in my notes. (laughs) <laughs> and we can't forget that it also has an excellent montage, although not Dude, quite it has as clippy. Two montages, yes, yeah, but they're not quite as clippy. But no. they are definitely montages. I almost didn't count the second one because it it was it was borderline, just sort of you know sequential shots all taking yes. place within a very yes. short period of time. Whereas most, most good montages at least have to be showing you a few days worth of you know training to fight a big right. Russian boxer or something. <laughs> but yes. you know, or but, assault a. A, a, a third world country island that happens to be off the coast of California. Yeah. Yes. Or, or, but of course, this one did have a great song, a great montage song, which I, which is sad because I was actually humming it to myself earlier today. And now for some reason for the life of me, I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> Cause I, <laughs> oh, I have everybody wants some in my head and that's everybody the wants some. See, I've got that in my head. Oh, and of course the other thing that I'll probably bring up later when I do my movie pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. That we talked about. 
before. So do you think we should fill the folks in on... Oh, no, they synopsis. know about this movie. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Make before, it official. Make but, it official. Before okay. you do, Jay, before you do... Excuse me. Excuse me. Spoiler alert, please. Huh. Yes. Oh, that, my God. That was what a, happened to his car? <laughs> what happened to his car? What happened to his JV? That's our sad. That's our sad spoiler alert guy. He was. There's nothing there. I mean, listen. You know what? It was so sad. I'm just gonna do it one more time. Excuse me. Excuse me. Spoiler alert, please. Huh. I mean, he does give you the ha, huh. but yeah, he doesn't even storm off. He's like, he's so apathetic. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> he's actually standing in the closet with me right now. He's a little sweaty. Am I okay? Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, Jay, you want to give us the synopsis? Actually, I'm going to break with tradition here. What? <gasps> what, 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 what? Uh, off script? <laughs> I'm going off script because hell, if we write anything down, on this <laughs> <Right>. show. <laughs> come on, <laughs> illusion. <laughs> Keep up the illusion. No, I actually am going to put. Mr. Bachardil on the spot since Ooh. he... Wouldn't it be awesome if it turns out he actually really didn't ever see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about a kid in the 80s. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. And he I'll likes put a, money on and it. He likes I'm a hoping. girl, and there's another girl, and there's a montage. And... Oh, you haven't told me you've never seen this. Oh. And go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> go for it. Well, okay. Now, you got to remember, the first time I saw this movie... It was on HBO. Mm-hmm. It was like three in the morning, and that's not I what was... I was watching at three in the morning on HBO. Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was under the influence of some stuff. Oh, um, so <laughs> this I I got to the point where I almost passed out from laughing so hard. So it's going to be impossible for me to be in any. <laughs> oh way. wait a minute! Right. You, wait, wait. So you were under the influence. So <laughs> yeah. You were laughing. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, wait. You were under the if you were laughing that hard, you were under the influence of some stuff, huh? Huh? <laughs> to hit Dad's liquor cabinet. That's not what I was talking about, Jason. Yeah, no. I know. I was trying there to keep was... it. <laughs> Just kidding, Kevin. Well, what we have here is the story, as we said a little earlier, of Lane, who apparently just can't have anything go right. Uh, so he contemplates several times and attempts very poorly to kill himself with very lackadaisical results because his girlfriend is gone with a better, cooler guy at school. <laughs> no one pays attention to him. His family is maybe the most wacko set of people you're ever going to come across in your life. And his best friend is just still cashing residual <laughs> checks from Revenge of the Nerds. and <laughs> like the exact same character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's still... A laugh of riot right in this particular movie. So it, it is the, the quint, very much to me a quintessential 80s comedy with the silliest plot in the world. It's just a reason to put a bunch of great characters and lines together and have a good time. I yeah, agree. It, it actually one, – one of the things I thought of – I've seen this a bunch of times, and I just rewatched it probably the first time in about three – maybe three years. But I've seen it a bunch before, and I've forgotten because we, we also did One Crazy Summer uh, a couple months ago. And I'd forgotten sort of which movie some of these things went with because there were some of the perfect uh, Cusack pratfalls and uh, caricatures. And and this one, to me, felt like it was an animated movie done in live action. 
Well, it certainly starts that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely had a cartoonish quality to to the uh, to the proceedings. But all that crap out of the way, let's talk about Diane Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about everybody in it. I mean, Diane Franklin was one who played the French or the French foreign exchange student living across the street with the freaks. Ricky. Yeah. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Ricky, I'm really sorry your mom blew up. Mom blew up. <laughs> <laughs> was that not the most dysfunctional mother or son? Like this, this side really of Norman, this there? side of Norman and mother. Yeah, it was a uh... yeah, pretty close. The two of them. And of course, that was Daniel Schneider, who was on head of the class, and I think has gone on to do writing and producing a lot of Nickel. I think a lot of Nickelodeon type shows, right? Oh yeah, he does yeah. some of the bigger stuff. He did uh, iCarly, which is one of uh, Nickelodeon's bigger shows right now, and. Um, did Drake and Josh back in? Not that Jason's a creepy guy in his mid to late thirties who sits at home watching Nickelodeon shows <laughs> by <No>. himself. <laughs> yeah, God bless you, Netflix. God, God bless you, Netflix, for putting on every freaking episode of iCarly on Play It Now, so my kids can watch it fifty billion freaking times. Yeah. Didn't we just watch this like fifteen? Why are we just putting this on again? Hello? Oh, I don't know, Dad. Why the hell are you making us watch Attack of the Big Titty Killer Tomatoes from Hell with their axes and and their killer shrews? Yeah, that's what it was. Sharktopus. In Blu-ray, no less. Blu-ray. Yeah. Put on your 3D glasses, kids. This is amazing. You're going to have a story to tell your teacher tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already got that. your book home, report. <laughs> this is what you're writing about. Mega shark versus whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's about, oh, it's about man so, versus nature. <laughs> you know what, though? Daniel Snyder is laughing all oh, the no, way no to doubt. the bank. And, of course, he was on, he was, yeah, head on the, he was on head of the class. Um, and uh, I think he really um, he captured something. With the character of Ricky, Ricky Smith, in in this motion picture, um, I'm not quite sure what it was. I found it a little disturbing the way he was playing. Was that a munchie that he was playing with at some point? <laughs> yeah, Christmas present. Yeah, Whatever little monkey thing. Yeah, that was, was. A, was that a munchie uh, I, I think it was a munchie Look him up. Uh, it might have been. I, dude, let's turn this into an hour long argument about whether it was a munchie or not. <laughs> It was not a Munchichi. I believe it was, in fact, a Munchichi. They were yeah, not, but... no, because his was clown-colored. Here's a reality Munchichi check for clown. you, my friend. Here's a reality check. In 1985, the release of this picture, and especially in 1984 when it would have been made, the Munchichis were top of the charts. I really have no idea okay, what I'm talking yes. about at this point. <laughs> I'm just making okay, crap up. Okay, but there were no clown-colored Munchichis. They you were all brown. Well, and... Did you have them all in your collection? Because I did. Now, there's a lot of rabbit holes we can go down on this one, guys. I, I in think fact, this one... some of them did involve rabbit holes, with the things that I did with the munchie cheese. Uh, you win. They're you very win. soft. You're the cheese of munchie Have you ever designed an equivalent of the um, human centipede with munchie cheese? Has that ever crossed your mind? Because that is comedy thumb gold. Mouth, thumb and mouth, thumb and mouth, no. <laughs> thumb and mouth. That's not where the thumb goes. Clearly, you had the wrong kind of munchie cheese. Those are the, re- the reach-around munchie cheese. The, the, your one thumb goes in the other one's mouth. Right. Um, this movie also had David Ogden Stiers. Indeed. <laughs> Who actually is one of my favorite actors um, from a TV series that was boring burned as, into my boring, brain. Boring as hell, yes. 
Oh my God, no! I love it. He was Charles Emerson Winchester the Third from Mash, and mm-hmm. I grew up watching that show because my dad was a huge fan of it. Every night it was uh, Mash and the Evening News religiously, and I've seen every episode of this. But um, he was a great character in that. In this one, I actually really liked him because he, to me, played the only. He was the straight man in all of it. Like, he was the only one that seemed to be in reality, and everything else around him was crazy. And, you know, his wife was. Wasn't he kind of a D bag, though? No, because he was trying to understand his son. I thought his character was a bit of an a hole. A little stuck up, maybe, but not bad. I mean, he wasn't. Oh. Did you like that show, Kevin? Uh, Oh, I mean, in Match. In Mash. Yeah, I was talking about Mash. I wasn't talking oh, about no, this I'm, movie. I was talking about. We were Mash. talking about this movie. Come on. Oh, no, I, no. I was still. I was still focused on Mash mainly because I've come to the conclusion. I think Mash is a little overrated. Maybe That's Joel at ForgottenFlix.com. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is is mainly because Joel. The few times I saw it, and to be fair, I was a kid. I just, I don't know. I think it was a movie. Well, it was a movie too. Um, but I think it was one of those shows that people like to think they laughed at, but they did. It's one of those like, huh, huh. oh, that Hawkeye. <laughs> I, I actually really, really liked it. I thought when it was, was the last well time you watched it. I watched it for years. Dude. No, no. I when was the last time you watched it? Uh, two years ago, maybe. It was the last episode I've seen. Did you laugh? Yeah. Like out loud. Well, it's not necessarily a guffaw laughing show. It's it's a lot of layers. Anyway, Uh-oh. I'm not saying it's the best thing ever. Jason, I just Jason, really liked it. Jason, it insists upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It insists upon yeah, itself. Yeah, it, it, it insists upon itself. I like the money pick. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> no, so it was anyway. David Ogden was in it. It was a movie first. Uh, in 1970. Yes. But the funny thing is... Robert um, Altman. Yes. He didn't like the TV series, though. Yes, because he has good taste. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the oh. film? Yes, a long time ago. Oh, Kevin, God. have you seen the film? Oh, yes. Yeah, film, TV show. I thought it was interesting because I, I, I remember seeing an interview with him and him saying that, you know, something to the effect very mildly. He didn't bash the TV series. He just said it it wasn't his kind of humor. Yeah, and I remember... the, fun, the funny kind. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but I remember. I remember thinking, I don't like layers to my humor. <laughs> not that much of a difference between the movie and the TV. I mean, it wasn't like it was completely different <laughs> comedies all together. It was like, oh, okay. I'm laughing harder now <laughs> at making fun of Mash than I've ever wa- laughed at an episode of Mash. I got to be honest with you. Hey Jason. Jason. It was on for eleven years. Hey Jason. I still say it with me, Jason. Wings. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Oh, oh Crystal. Uh, I rest my case. <laughs> I like the money pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. So David Ogdenstiers in Better Off Dead was the straight man throughout. He was the one that seemed the same normal one. That's what I was talking about, and that everything else around him was crazy. And what I was trying to lead into was. What the hell was up with his wife? I mean, oh, she was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! It, what's hilarious is Kim Darby, and I had forgotten where I, I was. Like, I'm watching the because it's been a long time since I've seen Better Off Dead. It's at least been, I don't know what, seven, eight years. And yeah. uh, I'm as I'm watching, I'm like, God, where do I remember her from? Well, <laughs> as it turns out, she was in 
and I'm not joking here, Halloween, I believe it was a curse of Michael Myers. It was the sixth Halloween picture. And yes. it was the one they did right before uh, the, the H2O one where they got Jamie Lee Curtis back. And right. she plays like a mom in that. And I swear to God, it's like the same character. And they just transferred her. <laughs> she has the, I mean, the, the the glasses. She's saying, oh, dear. You know, she's like kind of the, the, the sort of nebbishy uh, mom who's got all the weird quirks. And I believe she has her face smashed into a fuse box by Michael. I think is how she's taken oh out. <laughs> Which is, you know, interesting because, I mean, there were several moments in this movie that you would have wondered if uh, yeah. her son, <laughs> Lane, wouldn't have done that. And, oh, and what was her last name? I just got that. What was her last name? Myers. Uh, like... well, they were Meyer, but still Meyer is still close enough. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I Same really... uh, Yep. Mm-hmm. Was ten years before that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yes, yes, it was really good. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Curtis Armstrong, who uh, you both pointed out pretty much played Booger uh, throughout this entire movie. Yeah. But he was a damn good uh, best best moment ever when he's on the top of the mountain and he starts snorting <laughs> snow. Do you realize <laughs> the street value of this out? mountain is? There's snow everywhere. <laughs> I froze the left side of my brain. Look, I can't Look. move my right arm. <laughs> As he's spinning it around. Yeah, I can't move my right arm. Uh, that is all. That is all. Not that I ever Carry tried on. that same stunt. Uh, of course not. It was all legal. He was, he was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I know, Kevin, you probably know this, and you probably will too, Joel, but I wanted to ask, did you catch the Karate Kid Crossover. Yep, totally did. You get this one, Kevin? You're the no. best. No. Around. Oh. Can I can I say Jay? Can I 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 Jay? Can oh. I Mr. Robertson in the back of the room, please. Please, Go please, ahead. please, Mr. Groves, please, please, <laughs> please. I'll stay after class and put my hand in your pants like you always like. <laughs> it would be Yuji Okamoto. Hello, Yuji Okamoto. Hello, is this thing on? Hold on. Yay! Hello. You meet me in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what was he in Karate Kid? He was the big bad. He was in a bad Kid. guy in Karate Kid Part Two. Part D. Part he was did. chosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy on Okinawa when uh, he was. <laughs> he was the dummy who got taken in by the drum technique. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, what is that? At least the Seven. crane was cool. <laughs> Friggin' drum. I mean, it's like, a, drum. it's like the kid's using a maraca. And he's like, ooh, look at me spin this. It mesmerizes you, you dumbass. And then he just pimp slaps him. <laughs> oh, I get it. Mr. Miyagi's teaching me dodge punches. That's, <laughs> that's it. Got it. <laughs> yes, of course. Karate Kid 2 and, uh, he, is still he better. Was in. What? He was dubbed in in this the whole time, wasn't he? That Howard Cosell thing, I watched. I don't his know. His lips didn't match with the voice. I don't know. It's a sad state of affairs. Although I will say this real quick, side note. Um, perhaps the uh, the thing uh, even uh, sexier than Diane Franklin would have been that 67 Camaro. Dear love of God, oh I want God, that yes. car. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two hundred uh, bucks. That car. Yeah, and that two hundred bucks. What the heck was that? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to make a point that you will never, ever, not even in 1985. I'm sorry. Buy oh God, no. Camaro for two hundred dollars. No, I mean maybe the door <laughs> handle. Yeah. Yeah, buy a ride. 
That was oh ridiculous. Oh my god, that car was awesome. Yeah, that was a major part of his transformation from geek to somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that was pretty badass though. When when they rolled up in it and he rolls down the window. Although here's the funny part about that because you know of course it was a, uh, a crank handle window, but he totally tried to do it smooth, so yep. it kind of comes down like an electric window. But you can just yeah. see that little bit of that arm <laughs> movement. It's like yeah, not quite. Nah. Come on, aren't you old enough to remember doing that, or are you guys too young? Oh, oh, old enough, um, dude. I drive such a POS; it has one. <laughs> Still does. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> but the good news is, laugh it up. Yucksters, when we go off a bridge, who's getting out? This guy. You with your fancy new age technology and the power windows. Yeah, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd be, as I'm swimming top, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, you'll probably be going what? off that bridge because you don't have power steering, too. <laughs> no, I power do. Breaks. Yeah, I do. I do. They just, they just leak. The seals leak. They but, do. It's a little dinosaur that when he pushes the brake, the dinosaur goes, ah, and grabs the brakes. And... Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. Yes. Okay. So, yes, but that car was phenomenal. And you can see why I would really want it. Just... <laughs> well, and, and that actually led to when he pulls up to race um, uh, the two Japanese guys that were in whatever that Ford Fairlane. No, it was a Comet or something. I don't know. It was the. No, actually, it looked like the car from Duel a little bit. The one that Dennis Weaver drives just had, had a little bit of that, like, uh, what the hell was that? A um, Was that a Plymouth? Well, it said Ford right across You can tell the we're all a bunch of gearheads, can't you? Yeah. I believe yeah. it was a Chevy, Chevrolet um, Elder um, Pre, no. Chevy Victoria. Yes, I believe you're correct. A Crown Town Car. <laughs> yes. But that actually led to one of the, one of the, uh, there's only a couple. One of the slightly uncomfortable racial moments within this movie. Where... One of the only. <laughs> but you know what's funny, though? Before you go off on this, I will say this. I don't think they were, like, there's, like we've just talked about this before. There's some of the movies where they're just like, they don't even care. Oh, that be homophobic, yeah. racist, whatever. I don't think that's what these were meant to be. Like, I think they were meant to be poking fun at the very stereotypes themselves because they were so absurdist, you know? I almost oh gave this one in because... Yes, and and when they – yeah, the whole thing was – I think it worked because the tone of the entire movie was meant to be absurd. Like everything was making fun of itself and of everything in it. So I didn't take any of them as offensive. Um, but it reminded me because the, when they pulled up uh, and, and John Cusack's character Lane pulls up to race these two guys, they had their girlfriends in the car with them. And what are they all doing, which of course – Every Asian person does when they're sitting in the car. Pretending <laughs> they're to be all eating out of takeout boxes. <laughs> oh, Chinese takeout with chopsticks. Yeah. So. With chopsticks, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But but it reminded me of uh, the, uh, the the caricature from Cannonball Run. Yeah. You know, the Jack You mean Adrian, Adrian Barbeau? I love how don't you love how complex we are as human beings that all I have to do is throw out a name and everything just shuts down and it's like way to get three seconds of silence. Yeah, yeah. That's what Jason needs to use for me. It's our catchphrase. Adrian Barbo. yeah, but it remember that scene from Cannonball Run? Yeah, with Adrian Barbo. No, <laughs> it was actually Randy wasn't in that movie. Wasn't um, uh, what's her name? Barbara was it Barbara Bachman who played uh, Daisy Duke? Barbara Bach. Bach, yeah, Bachman. Okay, Bach. well, not, not that I know. I'm just I, I had to throw the man on the end of that one. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Explain it to me. Yes, Adrian Barbo was in that. She was the primary brunette driver of the Lamborghini Countach that every time a police officer pulled her over. Do you know how tempting it was for me to reply to that? Did you say Poontosh? <laughs> Why am oh, I suddenly... De- <laughs> I get it. You didn't take your medicine. <laughs> oh, I did, but it was at 4 o'clock this morning, so it's long since oh, worn off. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> inside voice, inside voice. Baby, you can drive my car. Uh, and then, of course, there were a couple other good cameos in this. I love how so... I completely derailed you. <laughs> you actually can't anymore. What are we, 63 episodes in? I'm actually you're just, I think you've, you've given up. You're like, oh, fuck, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I Jackie Chan, he was in it. You know what I'm saying. Uh, back to the regular movie again. God damn it. <laughs> And just for you listeners out there who think this is hilarious, fuck. All right. (laughs) And just for you listeners out there who don't think it's hilarious, fuck us. Me, him, you, what, it. (laughs) So who was the teacher? Oh, um, Vincent Sherber. What's that? Mr. Kerber was the character. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. By the way, that that being a former teacher, which I know everyone who's just tuned in the show for the first time is now horrified at that revelation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God, that explains Lock up your children. <laughs> that explains so much about the American educational system. I pass tests, people. <laughs> it's so easy. You give them money, <laughs> and they give you keys to a classroom. And then you say really inappropriate things <laughs> and get, quote, fingers, let go. Yes. Um, no, that whole scene in the classroom where the kids are like all hanging on his every word about, I don't know what the hell he was talking about, polynomials. And, yeah, it's like, yeah. <gasps> oh, yes, that was, yeah. wow. And math is cool. Yeah, math is really cool. Except for Lane, because that would have been me in high school. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Gum stuck to my homework paper. <laughs> That was not happening. But so, yes, who's he, who was he? What else was he in? I recognize um, well, him. He's he's been in a a bunch of stuff. Sadly, he he passed away mm-hmm. in in two thousand five. But he was in Batman Returns, and mm-hmm. he was in uh, a couple of Double Sevens. He was in Amadeus, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, he's done a lot of Milos Forman movies. I think is why I recognized him. Okay, so he stands out to me because he was the only good part. Ugh, only good part. Of a movie from 1990 starring Patrick Swayze. If you say the only good part in Roadhouse, I'm going to rip, go reach his microphone <laughs> and throttle you by your taint. Are you incredibly insane? There are like 50 good parts to that movie. They, okay, good. Okay. I, I love you again, Jason. Go ahead. No, Ghost. Oh, he was the man. bad ghost that teaches. Oh, that's right. That's specifically oh, where. Oh. That's right. He, he he gets all angry, He's right? Angry guy. That's yeah, it. Yes. I totally yes. remember that. That and he always reminds me of Michael Berryman. Remember uh, from Weird Science and Hills uh, Have Eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah, the bald guy. That yep. kind of, yeah. They have a similar look. I don't know if they yep. have the same condition because I know they both had like a childhood illness. I don't remember what it's called, mm. but uh, I don't know if it's the same one. But they have a similar sort of vibe. I think that's the only thing I really remember him from was to, was from Ghost, and I know he's been. You remember more about for as much as you hate that movie, you remember more about it than I do, and I didn't hate it. What do I remember about it? That and the disgusting <laughs> Whoopi Goldman 
you know. Whoopi Goldman. Wow, was that a Freudian <laughs> slip? <laughs> Whoa, Freudian slip. Freudian slip. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg is female. Jay. The only two. Ask Ted Danson. Scenes I bring up. <laughs> God, don't even bring that movie up, please. What a Ted Danson movie or Ghost? Yes, whatever. <laughs> Three Men and uh, a Little Lady. How's that one? And that wasn't too bad because. Oh it had... God. <laughs> it, had the like... go- it had the goot Three in it. Baby. Three Men and a Baby. No, I said the sequel. I was really yeah, reaching low for that one. So, Kevin, would you like to say anything? <laughs> Yeah, how about we bring this bus back on the road? What? Okay, Okay. yeah, sure. Uh-huh. You're driving now. <laughs> Better off dead. Oh, that's the movie we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> oh. So where have we seen the paper boy before? Um, Got nothing. Um, down my street? I don't know. Yeah. In, Jace, know. in Jason's I, basement? basement? What? I got three. Three? Man, woman, child. He was in an episode of Fantasy Island. Oh, for love of yeah. God. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that love boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he, did he do an episode of Love Boat? Um, no. Uh, unfortunately, his last acting credit was better off dead. Um, he did, however, produce Transamerica. Can I make a point? You want to know why it was the last movie ever? Because that final shot of him, spoiler alert, going off the mountain... That went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> horribly wrong. That was a terrible accident. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want my two dollars. <laughs> that was actually a fantastic bit. That's what most people remember about this. Oh, movie. oh, you mean you mean this bit, Jay? Four weeks, twenty papers. That's two dollars plus tip. Gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Sorry. Didn't ask for a dime. Two dollars. Well, it's funny. See, my mom had to leave early to take my my brother to school and my dad to work because two dollars cash. Oh yeah, <laughs> cash. I can remember before I ever saw this movie, I had a couple friends. They were twins, and they got in all kinds of shenanigans. And I remember them. They would constantly do that. Two dollars, and they had one of the switchblade combs. They go cash, and I remember <laughs> looking, going, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, the switchblade comb was classic. Yes. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that just reminds me. I had one of those combs, and I got in trouble one time. And my mom took it away from me and put it in her purse and forgot it was there. And went and by the, the end airport. Of, by the end of the day, you looked like Shaka, <laughs> Land of the Lost. <laughs> no, and she went through the airport, and of course they. Uh, made her you know, pull it out. That's she awesome. <laughs> and then yeah, you, and did, then... You, did you feign surprise? Be like, Mommy, not the switchblade again. Don't I'll cut me, Mommy. I'll be good. <laughs> back then, you could walk on an airplane with a gun and a pipe bomb. I mean, come on. It was... <laughs> was uh, to... The good old days. So I was right. It was actually Rich Little that did the Howard Cosell voice for. Really? Uh, um, That's a little yeah. disappointing to me. Okamoto. Yeah. I, I like Rich Little, but it's a little disappointing. Yeah. So, anyway. Kevin, uh, back to Better Off Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was. There were. Yeah, Wait, Switchblade? What? Yeah, huh? Now, there is a scene near the beginning of this movie, and, and I don't think it's anywhere near the funniest scene, but it was a scene that for years, whenever this came on, I had to 
leave the room because I would literally hyperventilate from laughing. <laughs> and it's probably from the condition I was in when I first watched this movie and saw that scene. <laughs> but when he sits down at the table and his dad's talking to him and his mother puts the green uh, goo oh, on the plate. that's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and it starts to crawl off the it plate. It away. <laughs> I've lost my appetite. I, I, <laughs> I don't feel so good. Yeah, I don't feel so good. I just lost it. I could not stop laughing at that. I thought it was the funniest yeah, that's thing. That's the thing I've about this movie seen. is that it, it really does... It's it's completely absurd, and it really at times it's kind of like three o'clock high that way, in that it's really dark and could have is easily been a horror movie, but they play it so weird and so absurd and so just over the top. But yet somehow it still works. There's plenty of movies that try that, and it just it falls completely flat. It's not funny. It's stupid. But I'll just let the cat out of the bag now. I think this movie holds up really well. I actually, having seen this movie a gajillion times as a kid, and know it by heart, still was laughing out loud at certain parts, and. You know, it just, it's so ridiculous. I mean, just from everything from his girlfriend's still taken by the best skier in town. Really? <laughs> to things like that, or to, to the fact that he's, now, okay, we have to discuss Badger. <laughs> and taking it back even a step from that, did you catch who the mailman was that brings uh, Badger his uh, How to Pick Up Trashy Women? What's a, what's a little boy you, but like you reading big boy smut like this? <laughs> Do you guys recognize him? Oh, yes. Yeah, Taylor Negron. The only other oh, movie yeah. I, I I immediately know he was in was Last Boy Scout. I know he was like oh, a, yeah. I think he was on the E Channel for a long time when it first started. I I'm pretty sure about that. I think that's where I kind of first saw him, and then he came out in Last Boy Scout, and I remembered him. I, I watched Better Off Dead like a couple years after that. Like, oh, that's a guy from Last Boy Scout. Do you, I can't think of anything else he's been in, but he's one of those guys you recognize. So, um, well, I remember him from Angels in the Outfield because that was the one that. Um... My older daughters really, 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 liked it. really, and I love how you have that. That I little, gotta throw the kids caveat. <laughs> yeah, you always like, and that's one that my um, teenage daughter really likes, like Twilight. Wait, wasn't that before they makes were me watch born? all the time? Yeah, no. she makes us want to do the Twilight marathon. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, he has a very characteristic face and and voice, and yes, very funny, but um, very dry since kind of like the way he, yeah. real straight the way he puts it. Yeah, yes, it, but Badger. Yes, Badger, the boy. Well, I was getting to that. I wanted to make sure I, I touched upon uh, Taylor, and, yep. which sounded a little creepy. And yes, so Badger is apparently this evil genius who never speaks, <laughs> who picks up like horny hooker, high, not not just any hookers, trashy hookers, but that also could you know, possibly in 1985 passes, you know, some high, I don't know, they look like they might be some pricey uh, level escorts there. But here's the thing. Looking at Badger, how old, not based on what they say, how old would you think he was? Twelve. That's what I think. 12, okay, 14. twelve, 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 thirteen. Yeah, like in that. I figure you know, from eleven to thirteen-ish, I could accept. At one point, Lane says to him, "You're almost eight. Now, I realize that was in the original <laughs> script. And they Did probably, he really? Yes, he's leaning when he, when he says, "Why do you keep playing with all this kid stuff?" Oh, well, if he's right. only seven, oh. what are you talking about? Oh my god! Of course, <laughs> he's gonna play with kid stuff. He's seven. And then he blasts the the box of the lake. Turns. Yeah, I love that look on his face. You're like, oh, you're such a Not simpleton. A oh my god. <laughs> Fine, I will prove my genius. He's Stewie. He's freaking yes. Stewie. <laughs> now I was, I must say, a little disappointed that the movie, and I have been for years, the movie doesn't end with a space shuttle launching it, up into space. It does. It does. Oh, that's yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, did Jason not finish it? <laughs> 
I turned it off when the credits started. Oh, never. Never. I even fast forward through the credits, unless I decide to watch them, to the very end. And in this one, Kevin, do you remember how it ends at the end of the credits? Oh, yeah. We got the whole uh, uh, the garage door stuff, don't we? No, I don't know if they do any garage door stuff. Well, at least the, the, the my DVD, Kevin, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your DVD, you and your fancy Blu-ray, <laughs> fancy player with your electric windows. <laughs> but on, on 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 the little people, Kevin, the the sort of the 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 po folk, down, down here in the south, the fireplace TV, <laughs> the fireplace TV. On my version, no, it doesn't have any of that. It just says like it has like a little text thing that says it, something like the movie's over now. You can go or something. It really wasn't that funny, actually. Um. When did the space shuttle go up? It goes up a little bit into the... I think they go to credits, and the credits, like, it kind of is behind the... If I remember correctly, isn't it behind the yeah, credits? it comes up through yeah. the, through, through the uh, you know, the, the, the garage. garage. Yes, of yeah. course. Got it. All right. And, and we're, we're staying on the topic of Better Off Dead, so I'm going to say this. I want my $2. Really, you little prick? How about you pay for my friggin' garage windows you <laughs> smashed, you little <laughs> douchebag ass face? Seriously. Like I thought, I was like the second he threw that paper, I was like, "Wait a minute!" He broke all the. What the hell does he want two dollars for? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you two dollars. Yeah, what kind uh, of cheap paper was it? It cost what was it? Twenty weeks or twenty papers was two ten yeah, cents a paper. Good. Ten, yeah, yeah, they were doing good. I was a paper boy back then. Even I got more than that for a paper. <laughs> well, like, well, don't forget it, in, the, in the world in this world, a sixty-seven Camaro that's near mint condition <laughs> costs two hundred dollars. So it actually oh, and, extrapolates and dinner, out perfectly. You make fifty. Dinner, with double dessert costs twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was paying for those dates. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> when he went out with the his his dad's uh, partner's daughter and he's like, with the Listen, big I don't want to go face? out with you. Yeah. Let's get some straight line. <laughs> <laughs> the huge antenna on her head. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, and how course, much fun was it at the beginning? They're talking about Badger. The, the whole scene with the cereal boxes. Oh yeah, but can you explain something to me, Kevin? Um, did your cereal boxes not have plastic bags inside them? <laughs> so why the hell? Yes, but I recall when I was young, cutting out those things, I would cut into the plastic bag, and my mother would complain and have to take it out. Okay, she'd be afraid we'd eat the plastic and put the cereal uh, just in the box. Yeah. Well, that I, happened. I guess, but literally every single box of cereal they have, there's no plastic bags. I mean, they don't even there's like no see, like the practical yeah, but we doesn't also, work. We got the brand names here. These weren't, you know, generic. We got to see some real cereal uh, names. Oh, these are like the Save a Lot brands, like Croco Crunch. Yeah, no, it was like and Captain Fruity Frosty Flakes. Or... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the good stuff. <laughs> and that's when Mum is making the, what is it, um, the green boiled bacon? Or is that when there's the oh, giant? Yeah, the, bo- yeah, the boiled bacon. Oh, wait, I love the alien in the pot. What the hell is that thing? Yeah. I don't think that was a lobster. I think that was an alien. I think it was an H.R. Geiger inspired. <laughs> Cthulhu. Yeah, it's exactly. what's left over after making the green goo with the raisins. Yeah, exactly. It's got raisins. It's got raisins. It's got, you, got raisins in it. You like raisins. I love it. Christmas. He opens up another TV dinner. Oh, and this yeah, one has the nut brownie. Up. You know how it's much the you nut love. brownie you like. Yeah. Put it on top of the pile. Okay, so that actually opens up. I have a couple of little crossover things I wanted to ask you about, Kevin. Did you catch in the Christmas scene the sci-fi backdrop reference that was there, one of the toys? 
Oh yeah, was it wasn't it the um like a Robbie the Robot or something? What was it? Oh shit. Oh. Oh wait, we don't cuss oh. on this podcast, Cat. Oh wait, yeah we do. Never mind. I'll give you a hint. Oh. It was from Buck Rogers. Oh yeah, I remember what it was. It was like a blow. Yeah, baby, 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 baby. That was oh, a twinkie you know, ear. Yeah, twi- twinkie, yeah. Twinkie, twinkie whatever the hell he was. Oh, nobody yeah. remembers what the hell that damn thing was called. <laughs> it was a stupid <laughs> robot. It was, that was just the it. worst robot ever. They took uh, some either little person or some kid that they were violating child labor laws on, stuck him in the most clunky, stiff ass, and then he glo- like he has his, like, I don't know, generic Iron Man thing going on. He was a horrible <laughs> robot. He didn't do anything but get in trouble. Uh, I'm sorry. When, when I think of Buck Rogers, I think of Aaron Gray. Yeah, and there is that. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> put your robot over in the corner. That's not what uh, I'm looking at. That's okay. fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was one other. And his head a... kind of looked like a penis. <laughs> Did he? I am not subscribing to like, that. He looked like a stubby little penis <laughs> with legs. Okay, I'm pulling it up on Google. Im- oh, my God. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh, my I, I got to turn this picture off. That's not right. <laughs> Sorry. But wait, I have strict search I on. I can't see it. <laughs> you have strip okay. search or safe search? Oh, yeah. I said I said strict search, but I was thinking strip search, and now we're back there again. <laughs> you guys have infected me. I'm a thousand miles away from you. Yeah. You are yeah. stuck. Okay, so here's the other one. Did you find the reference to Pee Wee Herman? The, the well, not only <laughs> not only Pee Wee Herman, but also you know Valley Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. You're just making shit <laughs> up now. Dottie from Pee Wee's Big oh, Adventure. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, you're right. She was in that. She was the hot rock star chick at the dance. Oh, I just... have to say something. Anybody else impressed with the fact that her hemline of her skirt stopped just below her chin? <laughs> and her ruffled sleeves went below her knees. So. Pretty sure too when she bent forest bent for forest. Wow, forest. Did I just say that? Twat? Twat what is that? Slip? <laughs> what a slip of the lip. Twat were you thinking? Man? I'm sorry, could could you speak up? I can't hear you. <laughs> yes. now, along with Pee Wee's big adventure. Did you did you guys not see Valley Girl? Um, I full confession, I've never seen it. No, Nicholas Cage in that movie. Yep. You haven't seen? Nope, I've never seen it. I've I've seen Peggy Sue Got Married though, and he's in that too. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's exactly. The same. Hey, Peggy Sue Got Married is a good movie. That is one of the most unsung Francis Ford Coppola joints ever. Shut oh, I your. I say I didn't like that one. Yes, but, uh, Jason yeah. apparently no, doesn't. That's when Nicholas Cage has one of the most memorable lines. Certainly, I was quoting it a lot more when in that thing when he. Hold on, Kevin. Say it again because apparently Skype is being a bitch. <laughs> oh, it's doing the Skype thing. Huh? Yes, you're, you sound. Yeah, suddenly you sound like you're a mix of underwater and you know Peter Frampton. Just have to talk long enough to make it come back. I guess. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you're good. You're good. Am I good? Okay. You're good. This is when when he's in the car and. Again, it's not a spoiler, but it's classic. Because remember, this is Nicolas Cage when he's like, what, 21 or something? And, and they're in Hollywood Boulevard, and they're afraid they're in a bad neighborhood, and he's supposed to be the tough guy. And he says to them, when they're all afraid they might get mugged, he goes, yeah, but if they attack the car, see the radio. What do you say? The worst part is, I think you really timed that punchline wonderfully, and then <laughs> Skype was like waiting in the wings and went, now, now, shut their bandwidth down now. <laughs> 
Really F it up. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So what was it? Uh-huh. So, gotta love it. So, 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 okay. So they're about to get mugged. <laughs> We're going to get this joke out, damn it. They're we will. About, you're going to get mugged. I actually really yes. want to know what happens now. Um, <laughs> and he says, no. well, well, they're all, they're all like, you know, they're from the valley. Yes, so they're yes. in like, the city and they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're not sure what they're going to do. And he says to them very seriously, because he's like the tough guy, of the group. Mm-hmm. Well, if they attack the car, save the radio. Oh, save the radio. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. Classic line. Yes, that that is good. Though I will argue, <laughs> Skype really—that's what you took Kevin out for, really. <laughs> you couldn't have done that when I said Whoopi Goldman. Come on. <laughs> or half, or eighty percent of the shit that's been coming out of my mouth. <laughs> now you do know, and I suspect maybe Jason does. Maybe you do as well, Joel, or any parents out there. You do know what what uh, Elizabeth Daly is well known for too. Um, Voice work, certain Nickelodeon show. My kids are pretty young, so oh? we don't do a whole lot of the Nikki. Oh, okay. Lodian. She, she's Tommy Pickles on Rugrats. Oh. Rugrats. Yeah, yeah no, it's no. Pretty good cartoon. Like it's not. It's one of those that adults can watch and enjoy a little bit too. So. Oh, well, my daughters were of the my my oldest was of the age that every night at seven thirty we watched Rugrats like seven <laughs> nights a week. So I know every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, all the movies because I've seen all the movies too. <laughs> But yeah, no, I got to tell you, when I first was looking at credits on that show at one point, you know, after you've watched 87 episodes in seven days, and you start <laughs> looking as an adult, you start looking for anything else. I'm looking at the credits going, I know that name. Where do I know that name? And I was so shocked to find out, mm-hmm. you know, Valley Girl and Pee Wee's mm-hmm. Big Adventure and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, there, it's amazing how some of the big names you don't really associate. Like um, Mark Hamill is a big time voiceover guy, um, does a lot of. Uh, cartoons and stuff, but you don't necessarily. He doesn't do the Luke Skywalker voice, so no, yeah. he's the Joker. He's the Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Batman. Yeah. Stuff, so. yeah, so it's it's just you know, and Lance Henderson does it a lot too. I mean, we talked to him a little bit about it, but he's got a lot of video game and and cartoon credits as well. So um, kids miss all that stuff. So. Yeah, that's the beauty of being a kid. Yeah, that's it's, right. <laughs> you don't you don't, you don't sit around because you because you've seen so many things. You're so jaded. You're like, I need something to entertain. Um, I'll just see if I can figure out who's the voice is doing the voice. Oh, oh yeah, so, and so I liked all those other movies they were in. God, who did the, the who did the sound mixing on this? Come on, somebody <laughs> who got this? Help me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, it's real. Okay. Yes, yes. So, gents, gents, are you ready? Ready for what, sir? Well, I guess we should get the final. I'm I'm assuming. I can just sort of guess this, uh, how you both felt about this motion picture. Kevin, oh, you first. Um, how do you feel about Better Off Dead? Uh, I, I, you... One of my favorite movies ever, one of the first DVDs I ever bought. I mean, I was just excited when I bought the DVD. And, and as you guys know, there, there are no extras. But the inside flap has the pull-out card with all of the individual chapter titles. I just thought that was so cool. <laughs> You were easily pleased, weren't you, Mr. Bachelbel? Yes, I was. This movie, again, just, oh, yeah. God, I watched it so many times, and I still laugh at the jokes. Not not many other people do. I try to share it with my wife and my older daughter. Oh, no, daughter I do. Time. I think it's funny. Yeah, and, and, I, and this is, for me, it stands out as one of those pillars of, of a well-executed, well-acted, well-written 80s typical comedy. I mean, it is just everything you want it to be. It's up there for me with, you know, some of the, the big ones that we've done, obviously, um, you know, we haven't had 16 candles yet. Although is that on our list? I will have to check. Um, but then of course, weird science and some of those others. I think this is 
for me, and I didn't remember it being uh, this solid as I hadn't seen it in a couple of years, but this really even stood up for me better than One Crazy Summer. and Which, of course, is the same director. We haven't even mentioned that yet. It's Savage Steve Holland uh, did both of them. So right. now, do we even yeah, I actually like this one a little better? Yeah, not much else from him, though, really. I mean, you would have thought. I mean, these were some really. He's done a lot of TV, I think. I, I know he did, um, was it How Did I Got Into College? Was the uh, one of the last kind of movies he did. I think he, that came out with the early 90s. Well, that and the classic, he directed many episodes of uh, VIP. Everybody knows that's a classic. Oh, well, yes, because of Pamela Anderson. Yes. <laughs> because there's As nothing... the silence comes again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, because there's nothing else classic about that show. Honestly, I could never even sit through an episode, dear God. It was almost as bad as Baywatch Nights. You just had to turn the sound off. It was fine. <laughs> So, 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 Kevin, please lay back and describe for us exactly what an evening alone watching VIP was like for you. <laughs> if I have to describe it, I'm sorry. You're not paying attention. Here's the question. Would, would, you, would you put the lid back on the Crisco when you are done? And did you ever double dip your hand in the Crisco? Uh, between episodes or after it was all done? I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Oh. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> What's in this burger? I gotta get this episode ready tonight. Um, ex- explicit tag? I don't think so. No. Okay. I'm going straight up. We're gonna. I'll, scare just, the I'll actually put the clean on it. I'll put the clean tag. Yeah, get us kicked off iTunes. Go for it. Yeah. Safe for the little ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play this at work. Unplug your <laughs> unplug your headphones from the speakers. Just you know. Yeah, kidding. You just... Kidding. <laughs> Please don't do that and get fired and blame us. We're just joking. <laughs> uh, no, but Savage Steve Holland did a couple of really big ones, and this was uh, this was one of my favorites. Obviously, one of my favorites of the, all of the '80s, but um, my favorite of his. I liked One Crazy Summer as well, but I think this one was... Yes, I agree. I like it all just came, to better, came together better. So. Mm-hmm. That is indeed. All right, gentlemen. You ready for a little uh, movie picks action? Oh, yeah. Please. Yippee! <laughs> um, I really need to put that one back on here. So let's let's let our guest go first, Jay. What do you think? You think that'd be the nice thing to do? I think you should, please. Yes, Kev. Oh. <laughs> what you got? Well, I I tried to do better than the last time I was on. Last time I took an easy out for a connection. So I, you guys seem to work so hard at IMDb. I figured I had to go like <laughs> way out on the fringe to try to pull something in. So I'm going with a connection via the composer. Ooh, well played, uh, sir. Uh, Robert Hine who did everything, I think, on this one. But he was involved in the my pick for just a couple of the songs. He, I think, did some arrangements for it. Uh, this particular title is 1984. It's directed by Walter Hill, many folks are familiar with. Mm-hmm. A movie uh, by the title wait, of... Wait, 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 wait. Before oh, you say it, does it start with an S? Does what start with an S? Your movie. The movie title? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Ah, wait, is it three letter, three words? Yes, it is. The last word start with an F? Oh, yes, sir. You scare me. Go ahead. <laughs> I know what it is. You scare it's... me. <laughs> well, I suggested this one to Joel for your list like six months ago. Streets of Fire. Yep. 
<laughs> and to be fair, you did not tell me you were making that your pick. But the Walter nope, Hill thing, 1984, that's what gave it away. Oh, yeah. I For mean, me. you've got Michael Paré, Diane Lane, William Defoe, Rick Moranis, Amy Madigan, Bill Paxton. We need to do this movie, and let me explain why. I hated it when I first saw it. <laughs> you know, I, I, to be fair, I was in high school, an adult authority figure, and I, was, I thought I was like Happy Harry hard on and pump up the volume. So I was all like, hey, I don't need your damn suggestions for movies. I know everything. And um, it's a lot's changed since then, right, Jay? And, <laughs> and so... Yeah, it, now you're it, grumpy, it, Harry hard it, on. Yeah, it, it, it insists upon itself. And <laughs> I, I just remember I watched most, and I just didn't get it. But here's the thing. Um, at some point, I believe it was around my 24th or 25th year, I actually gave birth to my head out of my anus. And <laughs> when it made that kind of sound, I, I oh, wait, I'm kind oh, of a douche. There and there's other things I should like that are kind of cool. So I think I need to see this again and give it a fair shake. Because I think I actually, on paper, would love it. On paper, everything about it I'd love. Well, I mean, it's it's quint quintessential 80s. There's, mm -hmm. you know, way too much music, very little plot. Um, you know, some of the performances aren't exactly top-notch. Actually, Diane Lane got nominated for a Razzie for this one. So <laughs> it wasn't, oh. wasn't one of her better ones. Is but, she a yeah, vampire? She's, she's yes. an, no, 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 in general. Because she's an amazingly beautiful woman, but I swear to she's God, that attractive. chick has not aged, like, at all. She's like the Dean Clark of, I don't know, hot actresses. Huh? Did you just say Dean Clark? Clark? I meant Dick Clark. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alternate universe. I'm going, who the hell is that? Well, That's what I'm Dean Clark, you don't Crap. remember. D oh, okay, well, obviously, everybody listening knows who I'm talking about, but these guys don't. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I meant Dick. Brother. They switch places. And really, you think I would have taken the advantage advantage of the opportunity to just say the word Dick over and over again? So Dick, yes, I meant Dick. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen that movie. Actually, Streets of Fire is it? What? Uh... It's kind of a musical vibe too, as I recall, right? Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of. I mean, um, Dan Hartman had like a number, a very high song in the charts. The one I can dream about you came out of this. Oh, one. Oh, that's right. Okay, I can oh, dream wow. back about when, yeah, back you. Back when MTV played. Music, you know, it was like mm -hmm. a serious rotation. And it's Willem uh, Dafoe, right? Is in this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, he's the bad guy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow, yeah, I've never seen it. All right, we got to put it on the list. Yep. It's on the list. <laughs> list. So, All Jay, right. what do you got? God dang it. I got to go next. Of course. All right. <laughs> so, I got my shovel out for this one, too, because I <laughs> didn't want to be shown up. <laughs> So I'm like, I gotta come up with something good. Like, how do I, how do I connect this? What? I went with the DP. Dude, so did I. <laughs> did you really? That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Isidore Minkowski. I'm glad uh, you had to DP go first because I didn't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Isidore Minkowski. And actually, the cinematography in this I felt was pretty good. I mean, oh yeah, there was yeah, especially for an of, '80s comedy. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of very cool little track shots. There were some things that you know, unexpected that that worked well. Um, plus the fact that they did a lot of um, kind of oddball shots to make it look more cartoonish, like when he was up at the math board, and of course they've got like the you know eight foot wall, and they're looking down on him mm -hmm. um, from the chalkboard. So I went with one of his other classic cinematography titles from 1985. Now I'm going to name the cast. I'm going to see if you guys can name the movie. Can, can okay. I blurt it? Can I blurt it out, or do you want to you want to be able to say what it is? Um, you can blurt it out if you can name it. Okay. Wilford Brimley, Warwick Davis. Paul Gleason, 
No? I know who all those oh. people are. I'm just trying to visualize yeah. what the hell movie I, they're I, in yeah. together. I said, like, as you ta- wait, wait, as you talked, I saw already. John Carpenter's the thing. Willow <laughs> and Breakfast Club, or Die Hard with Paul Gleason. So I'm like, ooh, this is not working. <laughs> so you take all of those amazing elements, you put them together with one cute little girl named Aubrey Miller, and you've and got you Willow's have... thing in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Ewoks. The battle but for Endor. I actually have that on DVD, dude. <laughs> oh my so god! So did I. I no, I have it now. Oh, I had it on VHS tape. No, I have the DVD. Somebody <laughs> they somebody selling it for like two bucks. Totally, it's like actually a double. It's that, and there's something else on there. I can't remember. Oh, like wait, a, wait a minute, wait a minute. They paid you two dollars to take it. That's okay. No, hey, dude, <laughs> I'd rather watch that than that flipping nerf herder scene in Attack of the Clones. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, I oh. wore this freaking movie out on VHS when I was a kid. I just I watched it over and over again. It basically is, Which is the really kind of creepy because weren't you like about nineteen or twenty when that came out? <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <clears throat> no, it's it's basically a ripoff of the Star Wars trilogy, and it's uh, more adventures on Endor. Basically, it were these. Um, TV movies that came out, but one of the things I remember about these is this is one of the ones where they would play progressively less and less of the movie and longer and longer commercial sets to the point where it was <laughs> so bad that it would play like two minutes of movie, and ten minutes go of to commercials. Black. Fade to black. Yeah. Fade to black. Fade to black. <laughs> so now when you watch it, it's like, why are there so many fades in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. God almighty. <laughs> uh, yes, but he did the cinematography in this one as well. Um and so this is this is one of his his credits, but I couldn't pass it up because I actually have seen this movie so many times. And it does star Wilford Brimley, um, who plays the, kind of the grandpa figure in Warwick Davis, does return as Wicket. Um, Tony Cox, who's also um, done a bunch of stuff, he was one of the uh, one of the other Ewoks in it. Um, so it was he was also in Willow with uh, Warwick Davis. But um, I love the movie. It probably watched it now. I would think, what the heck was I? Oh, yeah, it's awful. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it looks like George Lucas directed it, quite frankly, the way the actors are. It's... Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that no. joke fell a little flat, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to read something into a joke at the same time. That is not... Trying to multitask yeah. is... I needed whatever Kevin was on when he watched Better Off Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great pick, Jay. Uh... <laughs> so what kind of great pick did you pick? <laughs> Well, mine is from the same uh, cinematographer, which is Isidore Mervova. Yeah, uh, from 1989. <laughs> now, I will throw out a couple people that were in this one. Let's see if you can get. It. I'm not going to give you the star because I think I don't give it away. It had in it Chelsea Field, who, as we remember for our, from our fantastic, boy, is that stre- a stretch? Um, our fantastic uh, 80s cheeseball double feature with Garbage Pail Kids and Masters of the Universe. She played Tila. So, she's. <laughs> That's helpful. Keep going. Um, hold on. Uh, let's see who else here. Um, uh, Julianne Phillips. Uh, yeah, I got nothing on her. Uh, no. Vincent Gardinia. Nothing. No. Um, hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to see if there's anybody a little further down. Yeah, no, there's pretty much nobody in this movie <laughs> other than the star. Um, it actually starred John Ritter. God, John Ritter in a movie in 1989. Oh, with Tila uh, from uh, Masters uh, of the Universe. Tila from Masters of the Universe. 
And it actually had in it um, um, all the all, all the Star Trek fans are going to want me killed, and I actually love Next Generation, and I'm brain farting. Um, Kevin's going to have me shot and murdered. Um, why am I brain? Uh, she played Tasha Yar and Denise. Uh, got, Crosby. Thank you. I got Denise. I was almost there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pet Cemetery yeah. is like what immediately pops in my head with her. And of course, yes. and of course, wait for it, wait for it. Eliminators with the mandroid. Ha ha. Oh my God. Which actually, yeah. I think you guys are doing on Saturday B movie reel, right? Eventually, yes. Did somebody already claim that one? I don't know. I forget we have so many. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, go... <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin, if Kevin, not, not to put you on the spot, on... you know, if I'm not to put you on the spot, but could, could you boot him off? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk. Uh, we'll for talk, we'll for talk. a certain honorarium, um, <laughs> I will send Jason. You're a thousand miles away. Jason can be there inside of twelve hours. <laughs> he's fuzzy, but he's firm. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wasn't wasn't she also in? Um, oh God, not in the. Oh, uh, Dolly Dearest. Is that what you're yes, thinking of? Yes, yes, yes. Oh God, yeah, that's no. what you're thinking of. Yes, it was. What the hell's wrong with us? <laughs> yeah. No, was it like a Mayan-possessed killer doll thing? Yeah, it was awesome. No, my friends, this is Blake Edwards, 1989, Skin Deep. Oh, jeez, wow. Jason, you remember this one? No. Did you just pass something? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's Jason, that's Jason's thinking. thinking voice. <laughs> no, no I think I saw this with uh, Jack Black. Um, what? Wasn't that? Skin Deep. Now, what was the one he did with... Uh... What the hell are you talking about, Skin Deep? Gulliver's Travels? <laughs> oh, no. No, the one he did where uh, Tony Robbins was in it and... Get, oh, my and... God, that was Shallow if... Howl. Yeah. That's even bro. close. They both started with an ass. I'll give you that. Not the name, but isn't the... The, the name of the, the movie, movie, Shallow Howl. know that. Isn't the theme of the movie the same, or is it different? Um, well, yeah, he's a womanizer, but it's no, it's not like he can... In, in obviously, in Shallow How, he only sees, like, uh, women that he would have normally not been attracted to, he sees as very attractive, and women... Because based on what they're they're like on the inside. So, so this isn't like a moral tale? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah kind of. Um, no. Yeah, John Ritter plays a womanizer who is caught... <laughs> who is caught cheating um, on his wife, um, but... The woman that catches him cheating and pulls a gun on him, and it's not his wife; it's actually his other mistress. And <laughs> so the the whole movie is a sort of him, I guess, trying to find himself. And and I got a full disclosure: I literally the last time I saw this movie was when I bought it off a of pay per view in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can remember. Oh, I, you, it's one of those. No, it's, not, it's Blake Edwards. It's Pink. It's Pink <laughs> Panthers. Ten. I mean, it's it's definitely more risque, but it's not that bad. Um, and it's funny. I mean, I my my sense memory of it is it's very funny. And you, you watching the trailer, like you laugh out loud. And he's like, I love John Ritter, and you freaking forget like his ability at physical comedy. And like you can and you can really see it in this. Of course, you could always see it in Problem Child and Problem Child Two. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which, by the way, I tried re- I rewatched the first one about a year ago. Oh dear God. <laughs> Oh, I can't even watch that movie. It is I can't. awful. Mm. Like, not in the I'm a parent now, it offends me. No, it's like I wanted it to offend me. It was just awful. <laughs> yeah, it was and It's even bad. got Gilbert Gottfried in it, and it wasn't <laughs> funny. So I couldn't even finish that movie. No, I couldn't finish the movie. No. Just couldn't. No. Nah. <laughs> it insists upon itself. <laughs> 
Just, so just, was it good then? Yes. Or is it? <laughs> yes. Um, it, it, it's, it's a, it is a very funny movie. Um, I, I actually am going to put this on our list because I think it is worth a, re- it's a worth a watch. I mean, Blake Edwards did all the pink, you know, not all of them, but the pink Panther movies. He started yeah, those yeah. Uh, shot in the dark, you know, a 10. Uh, so, you know, great comedic mind. He was married to Julie Andrews. Um, uh, so I, I feel like this is a movie worth checking out. A lot of people don't remember it. Kevin, did you ever see it when it came out? I th- yeah, very sketchy memory, but I think I saw it. It's what, a I think years when out. you watch the trailer, you'll like, oh yes, that I remember. One. At least if nothing else, you remember seeing the trailer on TV because it's the one where uh, I can't remember her name when she was on American Gladiators, but he has like the <laughs> like in Napoleon Dynamite when he talks about Starla. Yeah. I think I'm less of a man because I'm going home to Starlet night. And <laughs> there's a scene where he gets into his, he jumps into bed, and the woman comes out, and you see her hand, and she, she's got the French manicured fingernails, and she turns the lights dim, and she goes, "I've been working on this body for five years." Suddenly, she sounds, <laughs> she suddenly sounds like Venus de Milo in The Living Color. Just remember all those who practice evil. When you mess with my breath, <laughs> you die like the rest. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, oh Jim Carrey, how I miss you when you were funny. Oh my God, I love you that. Do uh, that way too well, way too well. Oh, that wasn't the you. first time you've done that. Oh no, no. I do that when I'm alone. <laughs> God, I miss that show. I know I do too. God, oh. it was funny. We just do a living color episode. Okay, so yeah, Skin Deep, 1989. Check it out. Smell the sweet ambrosia. <laughs> oh God, I love it. So, gents, any um, any final words, Kevin? It was an honor having you on, sir. It is a is a privilege. It is a a pederast. It is a <laughs> it is my it is my sexual pleasure to feel your to feel your presence on the other end of my microphone. You sexy, sexy man. Uh, I got nothing on. <laughs> Bachelder. <laughs> well, Mr. Bachelder. Uh, I'm glad great to be with Pepe Le Pew for the first time. <laughs> I'm glad we could have you on this show. Keep your hand out of the Crisco and keep your mouth off my testicles. I'm sorry, tentacles, whatever they say. Oh, it was a blast. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> uh, uh, and, of course, thank you to Kevin Spencer, who does the sublime. Yes, I said it's sublime. Sure. Awesome, awesome stuff. Oh, one other thing I need to plug. Yeah. Oh, oh, dur, really? dur, dur. Yeah, be nice, huh? <laughs> no, Kevin, you can't. You can't plug. But please do. No, I want to get more Forgotten Flicks listeners into our Facebook group. That is a lot of fun, and I know there are more of you out there. So, so do it, gang. Join you know in. What? We have you know a lot what? of fun. You're such a a selfless giving bastard i'm gonna do it now <laughs> listen to the tuning into sci-fi tv podcast <laughs> listen to the saturday b b movie reel kevin is awesome he's been doing this forever he's like he's a freaking mentor i mean i my god how many emails i've shot this poor son of a bitch to, kevin <laughs> um can you please explain to me what a podcast is again i'm pretty confident it has something to do with audio <laughs> <sighs> But, yes, Kevin is a great guy, and we always love having him on the show. And I get to thank two Kevins tonight. And I would thank JV, but, of course, alas. <laughs> alas, JV, where have you gone? But we'll still pimp his show because he's, yeah, it's still it, Yeah, funny. he's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. Go to JV. jvmail.com. Yes, and yes, because we like JV. God, whatever. <laughs> Residuals, still using his voice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, I got to get that affiliate check coming in. You know what I'm saying, JV? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So go, of course, to ForgottenFlicks.com, where there's now over like 320 posts, reviews, or actually skin deep. Peter, our buddy, our man from Sweden, Blue Peter, you know him, you love him. He's the guy who did a review of Skin Deep. So if you want to know more about that movie, go there. It's on the site. And, of course, you can go to Twitter. Jason is Flick Sidekick. I am Forgotten Flicks. Kevin is got, like, what, about 18 different Twitter handles? <laughs> <laughs> At last check, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a preference? Do you have one that you'd want people to stalk you? I mean, follow you on. Uh, sure. K Batchelder, if you just want to go with the simple stuff. Sure, sure. And like uh, Kevin said, check us out on Facebook. We have both the, uh, the page and then the group. But the group is special. Because yeah. you, you got to get special cool access. Kids. Cool kids. Yes. The cool kids in the group. But, but nobody has commented on my Menudo post. Come on now. There is a Menudo? specific reason because I sat there for five <laughs> minutes after I saw that, and I was thinking of anything I could write that wouldn't have been horrifically <laughs> offensive. What, the things I was going to write would have been offensive to, to, to serial <laughs> pedophiles. I was going to write things <laughs> that were just... Under- Ricky Martin! Yeah. Come on now. Um, like I said, I, I was like, wow, this could show up in like his timeline and like his kids might say, I'm going to be, I'm not, I'm just not going to forever. You know, this stuff never goes away. Did we even, did anybody even click like on it? I don't think anybody clicked like, did they? I did. I did. You liked your own post. It's, it's like you insist upon yourself. Oh, it's, it's that whole, it's that whole private. Jason's support group that the rest of the group is in, and yeah. we all said, nobody say a word. Yeah, just, prete- just pretend. Just, person just, who just says pretend. Willful blindness, people. Just pretend yes. you don't see it. For God's sake, go away. like my Minuto post. <laughs> <sighs> well, on that note, <laughs> Jason, you have anything uh, you'd like to finish off with? I would just like to remind everybody, that's the K-12. You make a gnarly run like that, and girls will get sterile just looking at you. 